Welcome to Worked Up, the podcast where you learn to navigate the workplace, business, and your career with a little more ease and a lot less angst so that you can write your own success story. I'm your host, Jacqueline Beck. I'm a business and career strategist and founder of Jacqueline Beck Consulting. On this podcast, we talk to business professionals from all backgrounds, all industries, and all walks of life to learn how they've navigated their own journeys to success and what they've learned along the way. Hopefully, you can listen and learn from their lessons so that you don't have to go through the hard part yourself. You may have noticed that it's been a while since we released a new episode, and that's because I've had a little secret. I had another baby. And it's been a really wonderful, joyous, personal, hard time. And it made me think a lot about the challenges that women in particular face when navigating identity shifts, especially a really significant season of change in the lives of people who decide to have children or want to have children or trying to have children or God forbid, lose a pregnancy. And it's a really unique challenge that really women have to weather and face. And this struck me because I kept my pregnancy a secret. I kept it a secret from my podcast listeners. And honestly, in the world of Zoom, where a lot of what I do is remote, I kept it a secret from a lot of my clients. So on this episode, I talk a lot about that um, and a lot of philosophical thoughts, if you will, on the challenges that women face. Let's get into it. So at the end of April, I brought into this world a beautiful little baby boy, healthy, thank God, everything's going great. And I have a few reflections of the entire process, <laughs> if if I can say that, you know, from launching a business and shortly thereafter finding out I was pregnant to frankly keeping it a secret, which I've reflected a lot on and the process and the actual labor itself, because that was a really great opportunity to reflect on a lot of the things I talk about, whereas it may not be business, it may not be work. As we discuss all the time, it's all perception. And so that specific instance was a very rich opportunity for me to play with some of those ideas that we talk about so much on the podcast. So starting off, I kept it a secret on the podcast. Why did I do that? I don't know. I, reflecting back, think I was nervous to say that I was pregnant. Uh, I was nervous that people would find out. I was nervous that my clients wouldn't come to me or prospects wouldn't come to me. And on reflection, that's really messed up. And I've had a few conversations with friends and this has come up. And I think this is something that a lot of women struggle with. When do I tell my boss that I'm pregnant? I don't want to necessarily tell them at this point because that's when they're going to be deciding my bonus and I don't want it subconsciously to affect the amount of money they give me. I don't want my colleagues to look at me differently when I become a mother, if I become a mother or, you know, if they think I can't take on tough work. And this is one of the crosses that women have to bear and navigate 
in the workplace. And it strikes me that there are so many women who go through this. And then there's the flip side of it too, right? Let's say you are in a really supportive environment that makes allowances for mothers or makes allowances for pregnant women. What if you've made the choice not to become a mother or not to be pregnant, or if you want to be and haven't had the chance or the opportunity to do it yet? And so I raise all this to say that it made me incredibly aware of the stigmas surrounding pregnancy in the workplace, the fears that it could raise in terms of your standing either with an employer or a client or some type of stakeholder with whom you're working and how difficult that is to navigate. And it plagues everybody. It was somewhat funny because I was on the phone with a client. I think I was seven and a half months pregnant and I mentioned going out on maternity leave. And he said to me, wait, you're pregnant? And I'd completely forgotten to tell him just because I had forgotten to tell a lot of people. And I think that's also something that's unique and endemic of our, you know, post-pandemic world where so many of us are on Zoom and things can be hidden a lot longer than they used to be when everybody would go to work and have to put on clothes and, you know, show up in front of people physically. So that just struck me as, as an interesting situation, conundrum, something that women have to deal with that frankly men don't. The second takeaway I had from the experience was that, you know, people are amazing. People have the capacity to do a lot more than they give themselves credit for. You know, I'm going to be talking about this from the perspective of, you know, pregnancy and motherhood. But the truth is that it's relatable to everybody, man, woman, whomever, that usually we put limits on ourselves that we can exceed if you just stop and take a moment to consider it. I think about, you know, there were days I was feeling like crap. I did not want to get out of the bed and and I forced myself to get out of bed. I forced myself to get dressed. I'd stumble into the podcast studio. I would record a podcast. I'd have clients. I'd deal with my other child at home on my personal responsibilities. And you just do what you got to do. There's something in that about how... An object in motion stays in motion. I think that's Newton's first law of physics. But it's true. A little action can go a long way. Just the little bit of effort to make the forward movement helps you stay in forward motion. You know, I listen back to my podcast that I recorded when I was eight, nine months pregnant. Fun fact, I went into labor while recording a podcast. I didn't realize it. But in retrospect, yes, I did go into labor while I was recording a podcast, the last one I recorded before going out, it's all mindset and it's all taking away the limitations that we put on ourselves. I listened back to some of what I recorded when I was very far along in my pregnancy. I lost my train of thought. I wasn't using the words that I necessarily would have used. I wasn't asking my guests the questions that I necessarily wanted to ask. And listening back, like we talk about so much, we're all our own worst critic But it's amazing that maybe it's not perfect, but it's progress. And so that was a real eye opener for me, too. And then the last thing was my actual birth story provided an opportunity to really drive home a lot of the lessons that we talk about on the podcast about great leadership. And I know you might be sitting there thinking, how the hell does this 
lady given birth have anything to do with leadership? Well, as we talk about perception is reality. Nothing is done in a vacuum. Everything is done with people. It was such a rich opportunity for me to be able to be in the moment and remind myself of these things. So like I said, I was recording a podcast on a Thursday. I wasn't feeling so well. Subsequently, turns out I went into labor. It was two and a half weeks before my due date. So I was not expecting to be having a baby that weekend. And it wasn't until that Friday where I realized, you know what? It's go time. (laughs) And we, my husband and I, we packed up because we were not ready. We threw all of our stuff in a car. We went to the hospital. Of course, there was no rooms available. So we had to wait as I was just getting increasingly and increasingly more uncomfortable. A great opportunity to just be in the moment. A reminder to just breathe. Literally, it was the only thing I could do. Finally, we got taken upstairs. We got put in a room. And I was told that my doctor wasn't going to show up, nor anyone from my doctor's office. You can imagine I was very surprised. That was not what I had expected. So again, it brings up the idea that we always talk about that planning is great, but inevitably things don't go to plan. And so you need to add an element of structured flexibility to adjust for what could happen. And that was a great opportunity for me to be in the moment and think to myself, all right, I can get pissed about this, which part of me was, or I could be focused on my goal, which is to have a healthy baby. And I was like, great. If that's not happening, then who's delivering this kid? It was a great opportunity to practice what I preached in terms of pivoting in the moment and not getting too worked up aha, on things not going to plan was introduced to two people who would potentially be the ones delivering my son, asked him the questions I needed to ask to get comfortable in the moment, and then said, all right, let's do this, right? Then it was time for the epidural because there was no way I was having a baby without drugs. Let's be very clear about this. The doctor comes in, he gives me the epidural, and it fails. So the right side of my body, I felt nothing. The left side of my body, I still felt everything. That went on for about two hours. And again, I was given a choice and I realized I was very cognizant the whole time that I had a choice. I could get annoyed, I could get pissed, or we could figure out a way to make it work. I have to admit, I'm somewhat proud of myself because me five years ago, 10 years ago, this would not have been how I reacted to the situation. But the doctor came in, we had a conversation, we were joking around, we decided to redo it. He even commented, thank you for being so kind about this. And that really made me think, because we spend a lot of time here talking about how nothing is done in a vacuum and everything is done with the help of people. No one succeeds. No one achieves their goals without the help of someone else. And teamwork is really important. And you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve if you're not all focused on the same thing. And if you're not providing a clean slate for problem solving, which usually means staying calm, collaborating and asking questions. So we redid it and it worked and it worked out so well that three hours later, boom, I had a baby. God willing, like I said, fortunately, healthy, everything went well, but it was just a really great learning experience for me and time to reflect on how some of these lessons not only show up in a business or work context, but how they can also show up in our personal lives. So again, those questions that I always say, ask yourself, I had to do it for myself. One. What can I actually control? No matter how much I bitched and complained, my doctor wasn't going to show up. No matter how much I bitched and complained, that first epidural wasn't automatically, magically going to start working, right? 
So acknowledging and asking yourself, what is actually in my control so that you, you can have a clean slate to figure out what to do about it. It helps you on that path to clarity. Number two, ask yourself, what's the point of getting annoyed? What's the point of getting worked up? So many times I talk to clients and even with myself where I get annoyed with people or they get annoyed with colleagues or bosses, et cetera. What's the point of getting annoyed? Is it more important to be right or is it more important to get done what needs to get done? And then again, number three, that concept of teamwork. Who do I need to accomplish this mission? Who do I need to accomplish my goals? In this case, I was having a baby. I wasn't doing that without a doctor. I wasn't doing it without the nurses. I wasn't doing it without my husband. And I knew that the way I related to them would influence the way we all worked together because it is a team sport in a lot of ways. And I needed for myself, my husband to be calm, my nurses to be willing to come in and check on me every time I buzzed for them and didn't think I was crying wolf, for my doctors to be on my side. And keeping focus on that allowed me to corral the team in the way I needed the team to be corralled. And then lastly, what is the mission at hand? Focus on the mission. Focus on the goal. This is clear. I wanted to have a, a healthy baby. That was my goal. Every question I asked myself, every situation that arose, I said, what is going to be the easiest path to allow me to achieve what I want to achieve? Focusing on the goal, focusing on the mission. It's a great reminder to create clarity so that you can adjust and be flexible with your plan when inevitably things veer off track. And I know we talk about this a lot on the podcast. I'm a big proponent of planning. A little planning goes a long way. And you need to allow for flexible structure. You need to allow for the inevitable hiccup or mishap or left turn when you want it to be a right turn to happen because nothing is going to go exactly how you think. So anyways, this is me just getting back into the studio, feeling my way back behind a microphone, totally talking off the cuff today, just showed up and decided I was gonna ramble into a microphone. Thank you as always for listening to my random ramblings. And please stick around because as you know, we always have amazing guests on the podcast. We always talk to incredible business people with stories and lessons and tried and true tips to be able to navigate the workplace with more ease and less angst. And as always, thank you for joining this episode of Worked Up and make sure to follow us on Instagram at Jacqueline Beck Consulting at our website, www.jacquelinebeckconsulting.com or email us at info at